All right. What did we talk about today, mate? Ah, look, the usual caper, fishing, red tape, farmers. Fuck of the week. We did a lot of farm talk, didn't we? We did a lot of farm talk, actually. Oh, yeah, that's but right. we did a lot of it was it wasn't really farm talk, it was your old man talk. That's yeah, what we call that it. As well. Talked about. We probably haven't talked about it enough. And um, I think there's a few stories over the next few weeks we'll probably share from the old boy. Yeah, and we did a lot of, you did a sneeze story as well. <laughs> <laughs> we story. had to pause it because can't had to sneeze too much. <laughs> too many lines of blow. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's right. go, go, go. Let's go. Huru. <laughs> Mate, we've got to do an intro here, so uh, if you fuck it up, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> One right? take Tony, that's right, what they call him. One take Tony, ask hey his there. wife. Hey there, this is Taz. And I'm Joy, and you've stumbled across the Pub Ammo Podcast. The Pub Ammo Podcast is an escape from the everyday grind, all you hard-working sloggers encounter. With a bit of facts and a knowledge and a shitload of, you might have to Google it, we've got you covered. So if you like pub stories, folklore, plus getting out fishing, hunting, just having an all-round go, we've got the podcast for you. Plus we're selecting some interesting guests to yarn with that'll fill your ear hole. So if you listen to Yarns with Az and Taz or the Taz Yarns podcast, you'll know what to expect. But if you're a virgin like me, hit that subscribe button on your podcast app and bloody well hold Hold on. See that? We put pressure on ourselves. We fucked this up like five times, but we but got it, it now. It sounds good. It's confidence. Look Even at if that. You say something wrong. Fuck yeah. With confidence. Yeah. No one notices. That's right. No one has a fucking clue. They're still listening. Story of my life. They're still listening. <laughs> Just wait up, everybody. Jack Johnson. Johnson just walked in the door. <laughs> Jack Johnson. Aloha, everybody. <laughs> this place reminds me of my own country. Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And burnt. <laughs> Too soon? What was it again? <laughs> oh, it is Jack Johnson. I know she knows it's not right. In line, maybe she thinks I know. Maybe she thinks I don't know the fucking words. So I'll just make some up, cause we're pop ammo and we're all lying, all lying all the time. Seems to me that maybe seems to. <laughs> All right, put it away. We're done. We're fucked. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Too sober for that shit. Hey. (laughs) These are all just cruising in your car thing. Fuck it, I'm just cruising. I should be driving on the beach right now. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Or not. Should be going to the beach right now. Fuck, it's hot. Actually, I just got back from Alligator's Nest. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's not a bad little spot down there. Yeah, right. I still haven't been down that way, eh? Yeah. I don't know why. Whenever we think about places to go here, we never think about going south. We always mm. go up the, up the tablelands or... like that way doesn't really have creeks, but... A little bit, but it does. No, 100%. It's actually one of the best creeks to walk up because it's all just granite sand. Is it? And then you walk up, and then you hit a few rapids, and you walk up sand for another couple hundred metres and hit another set of rapids and walk up sand again. And you can drive right down to it, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you're right, right there. True, eh? It's like, it's like the same sort of setup as the boulders. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay, then. Many yeah, people down there? Yeah, it Would've was. Would have been, eh? Yeah. Well, that's Tully's boulders. Is it? <laughs> that's where everyone goes from the Tully area to go for a swim. Is that Tully Creek or Tully River? Um, I don't know what the river is, actually. It's Bolgan or something? Bolgan Creek or something like that? Yeah, right. That's just a guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, Google it. Don't Google yeah, don't it. Google don't it. Google it. Don't Google it at all. Turn Google off right now. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> hey, we got out on the reef finally. Broke finally. the duck. It's been a few weeks. Wasn't yeah. the most amazing day out. <laughs> Couldn't find any clean water. I was yeah. talking to a mate of mine. He went out of Cooktown, same thing. Couldn't find any clean water anywhere. Mm. Tried about four or five different reefs. Not not far out, like not as far out as we went. Yep. And still said the water was just murky and just custard the whole time. Yep. I just got Knuckles texting me. I'll, I'll see if we can get him on the podcast. I might give him a give him a call. Knuckles. I'll just text him. I did the podcast with him the other day on the Proper True Yarn podcast. Proper True Yarn. So I'll just send him a message. Name like Knuckles. Do they drag? <laughs> Is he a knuckle dragger like the rest of us? He um, owns country trucker caps. Like pretty oh, much true. every young fellow who wears yeah, those hats yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That company. True. Hey. Are they, where is he from? Territory. Um, Gimpy. <laughs> he's a Gimpy. Boy. Gimpy man. He's actually a Charleville boy, I think. Yeah, okay, man. Charleville. And just went closer to the coast. Yeah. Hey. Don't blame him. I'll just Charleville um, would be. Imagine how hot it'd be out there right now. Actually, I'll message a mate of mine while you're at it. Live. He's out past Dolby somewhere. Mm. I'd love to know how fucking warm it is out there today. Bloody ridiculous. Just texting him, everyone. That's why I'm fucking not really talking. Just being a rude prick. Gets you on. <laughs> <laughs> Starts recording and then gets straight on his phone. Fucking <laughs> typical Taz. Typical Taz. Yeah, so just send him a message and see if he's fucking... We'll chuck a fuck him up. We'll put him up. Put him, put up. him up. We can have a chat. Get him online. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I was on that podcast the other day and it just started. So I think all, all this week they're going to be little yarns we had. Because he puts out bits at a, a bit yeah, of, bits at a time. Yeah, he puts out 20-minute sections. And we had probably two hours of chatting. So I don't know how long, how much they're going to They probably would have cut a lot out. <laughs> With you, no, I never. I spoke a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> we, um, so the other day, I don't know if I told you, after we got back from the water, I got crook. Should probably have a talk about this. Because <laughs> I got proper crook, hey. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was sunstroke, heat stroke, bit of both, two stroke, not enough stroking. You probably, probably one or the other. Drink enough water that day. Did, I didn't see you drinking oh, much water. Look, I got I did two Gatorades and probably two liters of water. Yep, I still got through a fair bit of water. I took two bottles, two one liter bottles of water, and drunk them both. No, but I tipped them out. Put salt water in them. Did you? That could be it then too. <laughs> Maybe it was saline poisoning. <laughs> but yeah, we got the boat done, and then and then it was about a half an hour after I got the boat done. Just calmed down with it. I was in bed by five o'clock. Didn't mm. get out of bed till six thirty the next morning. Yep. Just a cracking migraine. Woke up a couple of times. Had to get the missus to get me some padding fort and that's and couldn't even open my eyes. Yeah. It was that bad. Yeah. Had Crazy. to bloody hobble my way outside for a piss and that sort of stuff. Yeah, because Josh, just... who went with us, he I seen him the next day and he said he was just proper fucked as yeah, well. Yeah, he was a bit ruined as well. Mm. So I don't know if it was so much out on the water. It might have been just that hour at home afterwards cleaning everything down in the heat and mm. the sun and getting belted and that sort of thing at my place. Maybe yeah. it was then that, that just tipped me over the edge. Yeah, because I just fucked off. Yeah, I know, but that's you know, it's part of the course, really. <laughs> no, no, here we are banging on about blokes that don't do that. Um, no, well, I hate I, them cunts that fucking do that, but I, hate, even, I love it when I do it. Well, even the next morning I got up at I was up at 6.30 and then I went outside at about 8 to feed the dogs and do a few bits and pieces, put some gear away that was drying and all that sort of stuff, and I still got the shakes on then. I was still yeah. a bit wobbly. So I went back inside, put my feet up until about lunchtime, and I started to come good by that stage. <laughs> But it sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Yeah, the old sun, heat stroke. Fuck, it does. Like, it f- can fuck a lot of people, eh? A big time. Do you see it much on the farm? Yeah. Do people go down with it a bit? Backpackers. That's why ventilators yeah, okay. this time of the year, they're the best. Really? Because they can handle it. They're heat proof. They're heat proof, yeah. Yeah, right. I remember it was this time last year, we were in the same predicament. We have 
a heap of fruit left over from Christmas, so you've yep. got to chop it all up. Yep. So there's extra work. Instead of just cutting and humping a bunch, then you've got to go and chop more up ahead of you and then cut and hump the bunch. So it's like double the amount of work. It's actually more work in chopping a bunch up onto the ground than actually putting it on a trailer. True story. Because you actually got to chop the tree down, chop the bunch up, and then take the bag off it and do all that yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. So right. it actually takes longer to do that than just to put it on a trailer. So so it's only probably, you know, an extra minute or two, but that adds up over mm, the space over of a thousand day. trees. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's exactly right. Yeah, so you have to employ a couple more people just to cover that. True. Eh? So last year I got two backpackers just to go ahead. We have, because when you cut a bunch, you just, the bags are a different colour. Mm. And this time of year, three or four colours can come in at the same time just because of the heat. Yeah, right. So they grow that quick and then everything comes in at once. And you're like, so, so is that how you work it, is it? You'll have different colours will represent a different time, stage of growth. Yeah. It? True. Yeah, so that's what we <clears throat> do there. So I sent these followers ahead, these two backpackers, and they had, like, that a lot of water on them. Hmm. And I just said to them, don't go too hard on the water because you'll just want to you'll go, strips go you, overboard. Mm. And because you'll just crave it, then you want more, then you want more, then you want more. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. keep hydrated, but don't fuck go overboard because it yeah. actually can fuck you the other well, way. Well, it can because you lose a lot of electrolytes. Yeah. And I think that's what's fucked me yesterday. Mm. I had plenty of water on board and you said to me yesterday, you always have hydrolyte in your, your Yeti, do you? Mm, yeah. What do you put in there? Just that hydrolyte um, stuff? No, it's, fuck, what's it called? Staminade, Lucasaid, something like that? Thoughts. Thoughts. I just get it from IBS and Tansy's shop in town that, yeah. that sells it. So I just get it from there and just little satchels. So I just yeah, put yeah, little yeah. satchels in there. And, and it yeah. works all right? Mm. Does it? Yeah, so that's what I, I use every day on the farm. If I know I'm going to jiu-jitsu that night, I'll, I'll put that in the drink for sure because yep. otherwise I'm just cramping all fucking night and then the old 12 o'clock tap on the shoulder misses, grab my fucking foot, grab my fucking foot, <laughs> in the middle of the night, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've had nights where if there was a fucking gun beside the bed, I'd shoot myself. True, cramp oh, up that much. That, that bad, yeah. See, I'm usually all right for cr- cramps, which makes me think I'm probably all right for hydration most of the time. Mm. But um, yesterday was just no good. Yeah. No good at all, man. I didn't cramp. I didn't cramp. Well, maybe my brain was cramping. Maybe that was the fucking problem. But it, it got me. And I think yesterday too, it was, it was just as warm in the water as it was out. Yeah. Because it was like soup. It was so warm in the water. And it wasn't until you got down past... 10 metres that there was even a, a bit of a thermocline change. There was yeah. a bit of a temperature yeah, change. Hey, did you notice that? <laughs> you had to get right down on top of the reef before you um, before you felt any cool water. Yeah. And the couple of shallower spots we were in, there was no cool water. It was just soup. Mm. Wasn't that flash, really. Wasn't that flash. But we did all right. Yeah. We got a few fish in the boat. Mm. I missed a dog tooth. Yeah. Which hit me to tears. <laughs> <The> video. <laughs> I know. The water was that murky. I didn't even realise what it was. He was though two of them were swimming straight at me. And I was thinking to myself, Jesus, they're big sharky mackerel. That's what I thought they were. I was like, they're fucking stonking big sharky mackerel. And then they turned broadside on and I had a glance and I was like, Oh Jesus, a big white spot on their tail. Yeah, well, the one, the, one, the, the one I thought was a um, dog tooth as well was a shark mackerel. That definitely was a shark mackerel. <laughs> it was, it was He's very, got a hole in it. Yeah, very sharky when I was taking him <laughs> off the end of your shaft. <laughs> off the end of your shaft. Um, but that's how bad it is. Even the sharky mackerel, you know, some, they have them stripes. They nearly look you're like, you're sort of like, oh, yeah, is you, it? Is yeah, it? you're sometimes, like umming and ahhing. Yeah, because sometimes the, the Spanish don't have the stripes. No, that's right. Some are really strong and some aren't. And yep. you're like, fuck, is that, is it, is it, isn't it? And then because the water was murky, I was like, oh, hit and hope. I think just there was a joke going on what was on the sounder. I think there was a few pelagics hanging around mm. out there yesterday. It's just yeah. that the water was so murky, they'd come into view as quickly as they went out of view. Yeah. 
by the time you spotted them, they're all go- already going away. Mm. Those two doggies, I spotted them as they were just passing behind me, and I, I spun around the other direction to try and catch them on the other shoulder, and they're already gone. Yeah, didn't couldn't even see a white spot anymore. Mm. You know, which was a bit of a shame. But <laughs> I think there was some big fish creeping around that reef edge. Yeah, just couldn't seem to find them. Yeah. Just it was dirty. It was just dirty. I thought we'd have some clean water out there, but it just wasn't. But I spoke to another mate of mine that went out yesterday or Friday and they pushed out a fair way and were fishing the 100, 150 metre water. Yeah. And he said that they had heaps of run. They were having to put heaps of lead on yep. to get to the bottom and they smashed it. Mm. They come away with I think a all the heap people, of rosies yeah, and, I think and the a couple of jewels. Yeah, yeah. Because the water's cooler, I think. I think, I think the it was. water's too hot. Well, he said they, the were catching, they were catching trout between 80 and 100 deep. Mm. And a lot of people a know went out. And you, you see online because they, they've got a lot of trout, but they've also got a lot of nannies. Yeah, so that's it's right. Like that, that all the trout were in like the fifty metre to hundred metre deep. Yeah, they were. I guess it was just too warm. Mm. Just too warm, I reckon. Oh well, you, we felt it. Yeah, like it was. you said, the two, two ten metres under the water, it was fucking thirty degrees. Well, I looked at one spot in the GPS. The sounder, I should say, said twenty eight mm. in the water. That, that last bit where we're in, I reckon that would have been 30, 32. I reckon that it was, was fucking piss warm. That was warm. so warm. Yeah. It really was. And it's days like that that you kind of think, oh, maybe the argument for climate change is there's something <laughs> in it. Because mate, look, that's as hot as I've ever felt, that yeah. last spot we were in. Especially for we're in the furthest reef out. Yeah, we were. Out of here, yeah, yeah. we were. That's exactly right. <laughs> and you expect the water to be clean and cooler. Yeah. But no. Nah. And it wasn't. It was warm. Yeah, because if, if a cyclone starts spinning up, she's going to fucking burn. It'd be a big one. Yeah, 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 <laughs> buddy. I think it will be. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, actually. Yeah. It would be. But still, what better day? Day out fishing's better than day working. Yep. Particularly cutting bananas. Yeah. I just Knuckles just replied, said he's driving. Otherwise, he'd be uh, fat on the chat. But he's fucking. Excuses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the cards for this week? What do you got on? What's doing? Um, Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me, Goose. This week, just fucking bananas, bruh. Yeah, right. That's what's all. That's all. That's all this fucking this week. time of year. Oh, uh, the thing is, we got a lot of bananas and nowhere to send them. Oh, really? And a lot of the people are the same at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Then so, there's a glut of bananas. Then so yeah, to speak. just because after the after the um, Christmas break, people don't work that Christmas break. Then all their bananas back up because you can't press pause on the fucking trees. They just keep growing. Yeah, it's exactly right. So, yep. Do that. And then always this time of year, we're chopping up bunches. True. Even though we chopped down in like September, October, we chopped down for six weeks for this time. Yeah. And it still catches up to you and fucks you. Does it? That's how hot and humid it gets and just makes so it So this is peak growing time, then, isn't it? Yeah, peak growing time. But it also, I don't know, the. If you drive past the farm now, middle of the day, the mm. leaves look like the, the tree's dying because they just all close up, shut down. Tree shuts down after, I think it's 32 degrees. True. A tree will stop um, growing and taking on sunlight, taking yeah. on all that. Yeah. And then I think it's 19 degrees or 21 degrees. It'll stop growing as well. As in cool. Yeah, cool sort of thing. So they're good windows from what, 22 to 30? Yeah. So a, a 32 is probably optimal. Yeah, right, okay. Sometimes it's like 30 degrees at night still. Yeah, right. And that's when well, they, they grow well it's, too. They reckon it's 33 at the moment. Mm. 33 but feels 35. Yeah. But feels it feels bloody 400. Than, feels bloody hotter than <laughs> that. 400. It feels fucking hotter than 35. <laughs> Fuck. It's debilitating out there at the moment. Yeah, so um, 
I just want a, a couple of shout outs to people. Like even Knuckles, he just said in his message, then he's, just, he's actually just checking up on me, see how I'm going. Like, yeah. And that's good. Like you always ask me how I'm going. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we had a big, big couple of weeks. If you haven't heard the last episode, me old boy passed away. And we didn't really speak too much about his life. No. Well, um, see, it was good. The, the funeral was bloody well done, man. Like it really was. He'd be wrapped with that. I had I had a lot of people afterward say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And a lot Friggin of people oath. still contacting saying how good it was. So there was a little bit of a like a video, video eulogy. Eulogy? Is that a thing? Yeah. Video <laughs> eulogy? We'll call it a eulogy. Call it a eulogy. We're going to coin a term here. That'll be in Oxford Dictionary by next year you watch. <laughs> um, but a portion of that was from a doco or something. Was well, something done. we had Australian produce partners and the Australian banana growers. They were want to... They're doing sort of small documentaries on all the older farmers, the banana farms that started off the industry. Yep. And they started off with my old boy because they knew he was a bit crook, so they wanted to get in as soon as they could. So how long ago did they do that? Well, about two months ago. Oh, true. Yeah, so about two months ago they come and had a chat with him and they went over everything and his whole life sat him down and recorded it properly. And it yeah. Was, and, and then we didn't really get to see it. And I, I hit him up and said, can I actually um, get that footage to show him before he passes away? Because when you put it out, probably you won't get the opportunity to see it. Yep. So they gave me a short, just a short edit of it. And then we watched it all together, watched it with the old boy and that. And then then um, we, I said to him, can I use it in his eulogy? And they're like, yeah, you can use it. And that's pretty much, he, he says his own eulogy pretty much. Yeah. And then we just, me... And my two brothers and sister just added on the end of it yep. with our feelings. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so I made a video with that as well and just turned it into one big video. So. Yeah, it, was, it, it turned out better than probably anyone thought it would have. Mm. Having that footage pre-recorded. And he, yeah. was, he was pretty well then too. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't, well, but he was... <laughs> well, actually that day, it was when he started getting really crooks. So was it? They come down, they interviewed him at home and then we, he come down the farm and they wanted us to walk up and down the roads a bit more, get more footage and he's just saying, I, I can't walk anymore, I'm like, I'm stuffed. Knackered. And so, and they kept sort of pushing like that and I said, no, he's going home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's enough. you got what you we're got because now. we're going now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they that, understood though. Has it been aired? Is it going to be, where, no, what are they I, doing with it? I don't know what they're doing with it. I, I don't know if it's going on a website or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to use it for. But it should be out, oh, in the next few months anyway. Because it was a hell of a story. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. where, where, how old was your old man when he bought his first farm? 14 years old. <laughs> 14. I'm just looking at my 15-year-old son Yeah, yeah, 14-year-old sitting next to a 15-year-old sitting next to us right now. Playing fucking Headset on, or playing porn tube or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Touching the middle button. <laughs> Ignoring us. <laughs> so he, he was that age there and he'd leave school every afternoon, ride 4K up a hill. Hmm. Work until dark and then ride home every afternoon until he was, yeah, till 18 or something. Different species back then, weren't oh. they? Hey? <laughs> like, honestly, they were. They're not the and, same species. And when he was 50, oh, wait, 14 to 15, his bananas, his, his granddad pretty much sold him the lease. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he bought the lease off him and just kept going with three acres of bananas. Yeah. So he, he'd go up there and grow them. He was actually earning more money than his father in, within a couple of weeks. And what was his old man doing? He was driving the bus, bus or something, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a bus truck driving as well, yeah. And a truckie as well, was yeah. he? So and he was earning more coin growing some bananas yeah. on three acres. Yeah. True story. So and all by hand, I'm assuming, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. the whole works. Oh, everything. Back those, back those days, there was no cartons, there was no pallets. You know, everything arrives on a pallet? Yeah. Back in those days, nothing. They didn't, pallets weren't invented. 
So how did so they... Everything was hand-loaded. Hand in, in what, a crate or something? They used crates back then? What did they use to put them in? Um, back then it was like a wood box. Yeah, okay. Crate. And yeah, yeah. yeah, crate. They just packed them all into a wood box and they pretty much stand on it and nail the lead down. True and story. And send it like that. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's how they used to send them. And I don't know what they got for poor uh, crate, whatever, but... Then they went to the cardboard box, yep. but they didn't have them on pallets. Yeah, so okay. they'd have to pack them on the floor, yeah. then load them onto a truck, drive the truck into town, load it onto a train. It's like there's all this old double boy handling. Hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've even got a photo somewhere. The old boy's truck's just loaded fully on the back with just all bananas but no pallets underneath them. Like, how much easier is those fucking pallets? I know, a pallet. <laughs> and it's one of the simplest things yeah. you could ever imagine. <laughs> You're like, how the fuck did no one think of that? Yeah, that's exactly right. And how, so how long but that was guess down? guess what? Before that, they built the pyramids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were a different species, literally, <laughs> so I'm led to believe. Now, that was down um, Moorlambar way, wasn't it? Yeah. South of the border. Yep. Just. So yeah, pretty much. And where he had the farm is on the border. Is it? Yeah, he lived on Queensland side, but the bananas were on the New South Wales side. Oh, That's far how close out. It was. So right on the Yeah, board. you could piss from one side to the other pretty much. Well, some people could. <laughs> I can't. Oh, problems. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> prostate issues. <laughs> prostate issues. And, <laughs> and how, how long did he stay down there? How, how long so did he keep doing he that? he did up until 1970. I think he said 78, but he moved up here and he just packed. There was me, my brother, and my two brothers and my mother. Yep. He sold everything yep. and just got in the car and drove north and looked for a farm to buy. True. And Didn't could, even have a farm in mind when you come up this oh, way. Well, he come up, did, he did a reconnaissance trip earlier on he, and he couldn't really find anything. He went to Tully, couldn't find anything. Yeah. Thank God he didn't fucking end up in Tully. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Good Tully place comes. to swim, but I wouldn't want to fucking live there. <laughs> no, we have a rival El Innisfail and Tully. Yeah, yeah, the 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Footy and bananas <laughs> and cousins. <laughs> yeah, so that, that um, sort of thing. So he moved up here in 1979. I was three months old. Yeah, right. He moved up here with missus and two, three kids and sort of just looked for a farm to lease because you yep. couldn't buy land back then, he reckons. You had to lease them. No one would sell. There was no farms for sale. Yeah, so right. he ended up finding virgin soil farms and the fruit that he fucking grew, like no one can grow this day and age at Really? All. You can't grow those. Like the virgin soil back then, it comes down to nutrients and all that. Untouched. Oh, when you got yep. the trace elements in the soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different ball game than yep. to just putting fertilizer on. Even though now we still we put trace elements into the soil to get yes. it back to where it is. It's still not the same as no. the soil with yeah. trace elements in it. I think that's the thing with farming. You have to be realistic about is you're still nine times out of ten taking more out than you put yeah. in. Even though you try and put in, yeah. you have to you have to put in mm. to get out. It's just not the same, is yeah. it? Yeah. And that's yep. even like now we, we're put, putting sorghum into the soil now to get the nitrogen back up and all that sort of stuff mm. and get the organisms. It's all about your organic matter as well. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just farm Myocillium, and, the yeah. worms, all that sort of and stuff. And then if it? you go and spray over the top of it, you kill all that. Yeah. So you've you got to watch what you do. So when yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you got to chop it in, but chop it in with no spray and so it all just uh, mulches up together and become becomes a good layer and stuff. So Yeah, right. It's got farmers got a lot smarter, but we just if we had the soil they had back then, fuck we'd have we everyone be billionaires. <laughs> so you you noticed that the difference back then size, quantity, quality, everything? Yeah, pretty much everything. True. Yeah, the bunch size is like double the size of what you can get really? right now. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And what, a bunch for you guys is what, 60-odd kilos? Yeah, you probably are, are big ones around 60. Is like it? The ones that wins the shows and stuff like that, they, they can get up to probably 80, I'm guessing. Yeah. But that's a big fucking bunch. And, and back then? 
back then that was just average. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> That's Jesus. how they grew. <laughs> and there was a lot more humping of bananas back then too, wasn't there? Yeah, I still did the same amount of humping. Yeah. But it's just um, back then there was, they did a lot more work in actually maintaining the farm. Like even when I first started, we did a lot of keep – you drove past the paddock, it looked like a fucking – a picture. A show arena. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, so right. like the way we used, we used to have to go and butt rake and clean the all the all – the, everything off the tree so the trees were shiny and all this sort of stuff, butt raking and – um, the sucker, like the sucker, people still do it now, but we can use a, a thing called hormone now where they just, you just little one drip on the top of that sucker and it just falls over and then you just keep your good one. Okay, stuff yeah, like right that. On. Yep, yep. So, um, and that's, it's all about economy now. Yeah, it is. Everything's so expensive. Yep. You've got to be economical when Man you grow. Manpower's expensive, yeah. diesel's so, expensive, fertilizer's expensive. Yeah, so you've got to watch what you're doing. With stuff, and you, you got to get it. It's a fine art between making money and going broke in bananas. It's yeah, very I think line. that's all farming, though, isn't mm, it? Now, yeah, it is. You know what I mean? You don't, yeah, because the thing is, everyone's out to get you. Yeah, because you're not a price maker, you're a price taker. Yeah, that's right. And you look around the country now, there's only two types of farmers those that are trying to get bigger and those that are trying to get out. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's, 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 yeah. a catch, it's a catch 22. You're either yeah. big enough to survive or you're not. Well, the way we see it in bananas, when we first started, you probably have 20 acres per boss or owner. Yeah, okay. Would keep keep going. Mm -hmm. And as the years go on, it would just go up 10 acres a year. Uh, you'd have to add. Far We're up out. to like 100 acres per boss now. To really? Keep, to, keep the, to try and make the same amount of money as you did. And between back, that 20, 20 acres back then when your old man was doing his thing and the, say the 80 to 100 acres that you guys are doing now, do you think there's much more input? Like is the input from machinery or technology equivalent to the amount of area that you're doing now? Yeah, like the, do the does it make life that much easier? Yeah, is what it does. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like we've got bag of machines and all that sort of stuff now, yeah, okay. and, and four wheeler injectors. Yep, and all sort of stuff like that. So when you go around, you've got to inject the bunch before it comes out, stop all the, all the nasties eating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then you get your baggers, and then pretty much that's the only real major in insecticide that touches a banana. That was that in the initially true. Yeah, so that's three months before it is actually eaten. Really? And I think it's got a shelf life of three days or something. That Far out. That chemical only lasts three days in yep. the tree. And the bags pretty much do the rest, don't they? Yeah, bags is a protection. That's yeah. right. Okay. Protection and, yeah, so it's pretty much like that's why so many um, frogs and stuff are in bananas because there's, there's, there's like, bugger all chemicals. Yeah, it's bugger all chemicals it's a healthy in bananas. Environment. Yeah. It's warm, it's moist, mm. there's moist, it's moist. moist. Love moist. that word. <laughs> um, so your old man, first farm you bought up here or he leased up here, how big was that? Do you know? Do you remember? Um, I think he's through a few numbers. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's had 12 farms since yeah, he's been yeah, up yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Just, Owned or leased? Um, he leased probably a quarter of them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We still lease one now, one along the highway. It's only half, we only own half of that. Because okay. it's owned by another another family. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that one there. Um, and then we've got all the other ones around us that we own. But yep. yeah, we're up to growing 300 acres now. So Shit. we're probably close to 350. But every year it changes. You knock some out. You, you plant give some Give the ground more. a rest? Yeah. Is that why you do it? Yeah. yeah. You've got to yep. give the ground a rest. And just after about six to eight years, they start, your productivity goes down. So then you're just going to. It's give the same it with the cane too, don't yeah. they? they? They give it a rest every, what, four yeah. years or something like that? Four or five yeah, years? Yeah, probably, yeah, five, five, six returns. So, yeah. Is it? Yeah, so they, it's all the same. You've got to give your soil a rest and let it re and then yeah, of course. put all your um, ingredients, micronutrients and all that back into it. So, How big was the fail back then? 
Oh, when he's first got up here. What do you reckon? How many people? What are we sitting uh, on now? 10, probably, 15? No, I think we're about near 20. Are we? Yeah, Maybe okay. Maybe 20. Yep. It was probably about 15. It's, it oh, okay. Hasn't so it really... wasn't that much different then. No, and there's only a few big subdivisions have sprouted up really mm-hmm. since since it hasn't really grown the town because it's the industries that are in it, cane and bananas, are supporting each other. Like cane now is on the way out. Bananas is sort of there but not not really growing it's at a point where it can't grow too much more either yeah the industry because if it gets any bigger then no one makes any money everyone goes broke so yeah it's so exactly right it's at a it's at probably its maximum capacity and now. if you're if you if we're at a point where you're cutting up bananas there's enough bananas mm. end of story yeah you know what i mean and that's it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's right and yeah. we're doing that most of the year yeah most do we import many bananas in this no, country none. we don't do we no. only dried dried fruit dried fruit yeah, 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 yeah. Dried bananas. where's that come from indo yeah, I don't know where. Something like that. Some shithole. Yeah, yeah, okay. I wouldn't touch it. But them. we're still importing sugar and that shit. Because mm. we've got a pretty good sugar industry. Yeah. You look how far far south sugar's grown all the yeah. way down to Bundaberg, mm. the border. Well, it goes down Even to, further. Yeah. It goes down to New to, South Wales, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, right, yeah where we're right. from. Pretty much Moorlambar, that area. Yeah, 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 exactly. You've got the Condon Mill there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Condom Mill. Condom. They make yeah, okay. mills. <laughs> they make condoms there. <laughs> <laughs> little ones, big ones. <laughs> I only need the little ones. <laughs> So, so 79, you said you'd come up here. Mm. 79? Yep, 45 yep. years ago. Far out, eh? There. Well, 45 years ago in a couple of months. And he farmed the whole time, didn't he? Yeah. Nothing else? That's it. And got it down to a fine art? Pretty much. Pretty much the most knowledgeable per- person in the industry, I reckon, at, at near the end. Far out. True story. Mm. Yeah, right. And the thing was, he wasn't a person to go to the pub, drink piss and carry on. Well, he wasn't a drinker, was he? No. And he never went to know. Where'd you never, get it never from? Put it, Mum. Oh, I don't know, Mum. <laughs> Mum's Scottish. <laughs> she had to drink to put up with your old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he didn't drink, but he also didn't go and skide at the shows with big bunches and stuff. He just he goes, well, you want to send them in there? I want to send them south and fucking make money, make off, money the off them. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what I'm right. growing them for. Not showing them, farming. Flop me dick out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His kids do that. <laughs> Well, we've never put a banana in the show. Ever. Haven't you? No. True. Yeah, never. We've never done it. Yeah. But okay. This day and age, we fucking we just we grow a medium sized <laughs> yeah, yeah, banana, yeah. and that's it. Yep. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, all about economics. It is, isn't it? So you just grow to suit. And the thing is, you grow big bunches. Guess what? You can't keep fucking labour. No cunt wants to carry them. That's the other thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then once you start doing sixty kilo bunches, and everyone's fucking all of them are that, and you got to do that all day. Yeah. We had a few paddocks on our farm where it was like that and we all lost a few workers over it where the bunches were really? too big and they'd just walk off. You go for, go for Smoko, come back out and it where's he going? Oh, I just seen him walking off, sir. Broke his back. Sir, boss. <laughs> boss. Massa. <laughs> Massa. Massa. <laughs> what do you reckon the, the biggest biggest thing you learned from him? Um, pretty much economy. Maybe, Work smarter, yeah. not harder? Oh, you still have to work. I think probably the main thing is you've got to be able to do everything better than all your workers. Yeah, you've got to lead by example, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you've got to lead by example. I don't example. think that's that. And that's not just the far. That's every industry. Mm. Every industry, man. Yeah. And the thing is you get more respect from your workers. Yeah, you do. If you're there all the time yep. doing it. And when you start yelling them up on them, yep. they can't sit back and go, well, what did you fucking cost? Yeah, I that's am exactly fucking doing right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to lead the way, don't yeah. you? Yeah, so I... I, I do lose the fucking – I lost it this morning with my workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just – it's like I call them recalibration. Every morning I've got to come and recalibrate them because yeah. they just fucking forget 
what they were supposed to do from my the ten, day before. My ten year olds like that. <laughs> well, that's what they are all like. They're fucking like that. So is it the back of the hand you recalibrate with, or the front? <laughs> it's the thong. <laughs> it's the jandal, bro. <laughs> he can't handle the jandal. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, I get you. I yeah, get so you. you're right, though. You're and right. The thing is, I don't hold grudges. No. So life's too if short. I, if to hold I fucking grudges, up them. And then if I still still see him sucking for a couple more hours afterwards, I'll have a chat with him. So, yeah. look, mate, it was you were fucking up. Yeah, I'm um, over it. Like, said my piece. Let's get on with it. Said my piece. And if yeah. you're gonna keep carrying on, we'll fucking won't see you tomorrow. Like, I don't need sucks on me farm. Yeah, that's exactly right. I don't up none of my workers if they're doing nothing wrong. I'm not a cunt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just come in, do your job, go home. It's not like anything. You you build a little bit of resentment up because you know you've taught them. Yeah. You know they know the job. Yep. And then they just, every day, one of them just got to try push and see how far they can go. But I guess that's the catch with having um, that, that lead by example leadership style is you probably expect everybody else to <laughs> do the same when it's quite often not the case. No. They're not as invested in it as you are. No. And they never no, will be. No, it's never your will fun. be, no. You know what I mean? Mm. But still, you, you set a benchmark. Come yeah. on, stick to it. And the thing is that we have a benchmark and if you step below it, you're going to get... You're told that you're not online. Do you reckon this? We talk about the generational shift and change and that sort of thing. You reckon it's going to hurt farming? Fucking oath, it will. It will, eh? They're I reckon it's going to hurt blocks. a lot of industries, yeah. eh? Not just farming, mm, construction, everywhere. all sorts. Like you can imagine if if it, our farm was run like the council, oh, fuck it. me, we'd be broke. Forget we'd be, it. We'd be finished. You'd have six hundred employees. Yeah, that had looking hurt at the feelings. one <laughs> looking at the one tree. Yeah. <laughs> And doing a fucking analysis on it. <laughs> <laughs> JSA, it? <laughs> JSA before it. Then somebody's going to come in and do a risk assessment to make sure the tree's strong enough and standing up. <laughs> then you've got to have the environmental protection group come in and make sure the tree doesn't have any hidden diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> then you've got to talk to one bloke because he racially vilified the tree. Because <laughs> it was a bit darker than the other green ones. It was a bit darker than the other tree. <laughs> Had a bit more rust, right? <laughs> and you found one bloke fiddling with one too many bananas, so he had to get reported to the cops for sexual assault. <laughs> He's inhaling them without skinning them. <laughs> He's an anaphile. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's going to be a, a big issue for the future, I think. What do you reckon the future is of farming? Countrywide. What did you? What do you? What was your old man's opinion? What do you think? He he just his biggest problem he had in the last few years was red tape. Yeah, okay. He goes, I can't understand why we have so much red tape. He said, we've got peop- audits we have now are just out of hand and we've got to pay for them. People rock up and we've got to pay for that person to come and go through all our books, all our chemical use. They go through everything. And they're government groups, obviously. Well, I think the government makes them, like, to send to Coles, Coles and Woolworths, you have to have HARPS accreditation mm. or um, fresh care accreditation. Yeah. So, and most... Um, Businesses, agricultural businesses have to have that. Yeah, okay. So if you don't have that, you can't send it to these people. Yeah, and right. So to go through all that, you've got to pay someone to come certify you every year. Once a year? Th- once a year. Yeah. But then there's like two or three of those different mobs. It's just a red tape brigade comes. And they all – is it the, the, so between the two or three different mobs, what's the difference in their accreditation standards? So, oh, they're, they're just different areas. Even though I think fresh care – it's probably the worst because it goes over everything. And then you've got a, play, a, a mob called SEDEX. Mm. So they just do your employees to make sure your employees are getting paid. You're paying your employees and paying people correctly. 
Like fair work. Yeah, pretty much. And that's called SETX. So they'll go through as well. And then, of course, hey, the funny SEDEX. thing is Woolworths and that send these people out to you. It's all about litigation. <laughs> and they're the biggest yeah. extortionists yeah. of the fucking lot. Well, the funny thing was is Coles, Woolworths, all Aldi, all of them, all the chain stores are the same. It's not like there's one bad one. Yeah. All, they all have their own crews. And um, then they come out and they up you. Well, you can get in trouble if you're not paying your employees, but then you see on the news that night those companies didn't pay their employees. Oh, yeah, to the tune of $1.6 billion <laughs> over 15 years. It's like, come on. And, and, and it's all about just passing the buck. Yeah. That's the whole life now. You're not bl- I'm not blaming Coles, Woolworths, Aldi, whoever they are. That's just the way the fucking Americanized system's set up yeah. is to fucking pass the buck and make everyone fucking pay for it in the end. And, and whoever's across, at the end gets fucked up the ass. And that's across every industry mm. now. It's across the maritime industry, building and construction, farming, agriculture, government. Government's the worst example of mm. it, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to have a board for a board for a board for a board only yeah. to get some consultants in to check on the board and then yeah. do some feasibility studies done by a feasibility expert, yeah. a different consultant from another company. It just, it just, <laughs> it's like, like you said, red tape. Oh, what about just locally in the council? They have a, a restructure every couple of years. Yeah, I know. And like, who's, I like to know who's overseeing this restructure. Is this person, he's yeah. just like the restructure god, is he? Yeah, I know. I know. What and the rest- fuck's that? And, and the thing is, between restructuring, you don't actually see too much going on. So it's kind of like, well, you, you restructured, nothing happened. Then you mm. restructured again, still nothing happened. You're going to have another restructure and post that restructure, fuck all's going to happen. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's probably good in a way it gives them a shake up. So it makes people accountable for their jobs. Are they in though? a way? Yeah, that's well, you don't know, Are but it makes people probably actually think, fuck, there's a restructure on, I actually have to pull my finger out my ass for a bit here. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. It's Yeah, it's a tough one, though. When when you've got, like like your old man thought, when you've got that amount of red tape, it just ends up costing you money. Mm. Costs money. Yeah. You know, and a vast majority of those people that come in and do those types of audits, it was the same with workplace health and safety when I was in, in working on the tools over Western in mines and yep. that sort of thing. Mines are the worst. Oh, mate, fuck yeah. me. There was dead set an hour of JSAs and fucking mobility programs and all that sort of thing that you have to do in the morning yep. before you could even walk on site and pick your tool belt up. Yep. You know, some <laughs> some like overweight, over-the-hill old codger, male or female, didn't really matter, telling everybody that they had to do some stretches and, like, leading you for stretches. Like, dead set, doing some yoga-style stretches in the morning before you could go to work. You're standing there looking at the prick going, are you taking the piss? It's four in the morning, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And and you can't touch your toes, motherfucker. So don't tell me about keeping fit and in good nick. Like, take the piss. And that person's getting paid $160,000 a year, probably more than that now. It'll be way more than that now. Hey. Mm. Yeah, right. We should have, you know, we, we didn't think this through, did we? we? We've been at this now for 12 months. Bang on 12 months. Mm. Do you know that? And um, we never got your old man on here. No, I, I thought of it a few times. And did you? Every time I went to get him on, he was either going down south to visit family or something like that. And it was mm. just never really lined up. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I don't know if I'd be able to listen to it at the moment, like hear him back, no, hear you him wouldn't. talk. Of course not. But in a couple of years would be would have been good. Exactly. But that video is pretty good. It is, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be able to watch when it. When it comes back. out, you should we should put the link up mm. for that. I think yeah. a few people would be interested in that story. Yeah, you can actually if you want to see the even though people don't want to see funeral services and stuff, 
But if you want to go on and listen to the story, it's on Black's funeral site at the moment. Is it? Yeah, then they you just the live stream of it's on there. Put it up. People might be keen. Yeah, I just if you want to go on there to and have a listen, I'm not going to hear about it. To hear about an old school farmer because that's what this country was built on, man. Mm. It was blokes like your dad. Yep. Going back and going back even way further than that. You know, so many blokes in this, and and women as well. Not just I hate to say the word blokes. I didn't mean that. Um, were just getting stuck into virgin country. Yeah, cutting but, and clearing trees to yeah. start farms and that sort of stuff. And I think the main thing is, is back then no one had any money. Yeah, Everyone that's right. was fucking broke. And that's <sighs> the difference in the world. When you got everything, you don't need to do fuck all, do you? Or no. when you got nothing, you need to do a lot. Desperation's the mother of all inventions, isn't mm. it? Yep. You know. Put one foot in front of the other and see where you get. Yeah. And there's so many that I get in, in this day and age that, uh, <coughs> excuse me, that mindset is. Um, You're allergic to pussy. <laughs> have been ever since my <laughs> second kid. <laughs> um, but that, that mindset now is, I won't say it's, it's, it's not gone, but it's on the way out. Mm. Everything's been thought of now. Yeah. I guess the people that afford But you, then there's a pallet out there. <laughs> Trying to sneeze and laugh at the same time. <laughs> it's not going well, well. They call my... it a snarf. <laughs> I might shit if you're not careful. <laughs> a weak bladder, prostate. Um, I thought some couple I was guess, looking at us. Like... I guess. Yeah, I know. I keep looking at her. There's she's a, turning me on. There's a doll over there. Me daughter plaits her hair and shit. And sure, that's like what it's for. Human size. Sure, head. that's what it's for. I'm going to put a picture of that up when we're done. Um, I, I guess nowadays, though, the people that are forging new industries and new ground and all that—it's in different areas now. It's not in farming. Yeah. You know, it's in technology, it's in yeah. IT, it's in AI, it's in all that sort of stuff. And now. that's, you know, that's where that's everything's... Worrying me is all that stuff, at the end of the day, people like farmers and that have to pay for that. Mm. Because it's it's just a, a, an industry that hasn't be, has to be created in the future and has to run off something. Everything has to have a source. Yeah, but we've all still got to eat. Mm. And I think that's what a vast majority of these... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We all still got to eat, but there's going to be 30 cunts knocking on our door for a fucking a inspection cut. and, a, and mm. have a look at this AI program we're doing right now and you need to pay $5 for us to talk to you. And yeah. All, like, it'll be just shit like that. It'll be... I think that. there's going to be a trend moving forward to people. I think because cities are becoming so overrun and so um, congested, like, you know, a place like Tokyo... Mm. It's it's the same population as Australia. Yeah, since thirteen million people, we we checked that out the is other day. Is it thirteen million? Thirteen million. Okay? So that's most half, densely populated city in the world. That's half the population of Australia. I mm. think we're sitting on 26, 27, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. So that's half the population of Australia in living in an area the size of Brizzy. Yeah, I think the second biggest one's in India somewhere. Is it? Oh, I thought it'd be in China. I thought, I thought it'd be in China. I thought they probably can't jam sure. them over there. No, that's yeah. Well, that's exactly because <laughs> they all look the same. But they've also got a fair bit of space. But a place like China's also got a fair bit of space to work with too. Yeah, they've got the area. But I think there's going to be a trend over the next decade or two of people moving back to the lifestyle that we kind of live. That mm. little bit more rural, a bit of space. Yeah, getting out of the hustle and bustle and securing their own sustainability. Yeah. Well, you see it in the cities. A lot of people. <laughs> Will rather drive half an hour west than commute two hours from the next suburb. Yeah, in fucking traffic. Well, that's exactly right. So they'll drive half an hour in a different direction where there's no traffic, and they can get to their country little house out in the bush. Yeah, well, like when we originally moved down here, we've been down here just over seven years now, and I was I was working in Cairns at the time, and I was happy to wear the commute. 
yep. 45 minute hour, mm. hour commute. So we could have some acreage, live yep. in the river, grow some food, have some horses, chooks, catch some fish in the backyard. All that sort of jazz. That was the whole reason. And I think that is becoming more, more appealing to people. No, it is. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, when, you, when you're in that city, like, visiting a city is fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Being there after, after about a better week, I'm like, fuck, who would want to live here? Yeah, ready to go home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. And I think now that we're having more of these, um, oh, look, natural disasters, man-made disasters, power supply issues, water supply issues, cans just now. Perfect mm. example. You know what I mean? I think I think living on top of each other no. is, is starting to wear thin <laughs> with a lot of people. Especially when you've got – if you've got a shit neighbour, you're stuck with them, eh? Oh. You're fucking stuck with them. Fuck. I've got – my closest neighbour's probably, what, 150 metres away. Yeah, it's your brother. Yeah. Shit neighbour. Shit neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 150 metres in the other direction, it's your mum. <laughs> Shit neighbour. <laughs> Should a neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just I think that that lifestyle is starting to wear thin with people because I read somewhere not long ago we only inhabit seven percent of Australia. Yep. Oi, turn like, that down. Turn that down. I know oh, that's that's Kate Pornhub. It's Kate fucking on um, a vacuum. Oh, is it? Hey, got the bloody vacuum. That's the OCD kicking in on hey. it again. Yeah, so you can hear that in the background. He's blaming the vacuum. It's actually his dildo. Um, <laughs> it's a kickstart one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. But um, we only inhabit 7% of the country. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a huge amount of space that's still left over. There's still huge parcels of land, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got a block on my nose right now because I have. I'm about to have a proper fucking sneezing fit and I'm scared <laughs> that if I start, this podcast will be <laughs> over. <laughs> I can feel about 30 lined up in the chamber. And if one goes, you're going to blast your back out. Just, I'm going to put snot all over this microphone. <laughs> so I'm pitching my Guess fucking Guess what? Nose. You just bought yourself a microphone. So, you know how back in the day you used to have those high pitched mics? The resonance was just mm. a little bit different. It's, I like, like, it's and, like that. And little Timmy is coming out to bat. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's so much area still. Uh, here we go. There's so much Everyone scary. wants to hear it now. <laughs> no, I'm sneeze. trying to get it out. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> you, know how com- uncomfortable- <laughs> you know how uncomfortable it is to watch someone try to sneeze and they can't? I actually want to sneeze for you. <laughs> and I can't get it out. There's another one coming in just a second. Anyway, what I was trying to say was all these people that live down Sydney, um, you know, your sister and her hubby were talking about it the other day. <laughs> pause it. <laughs> fucking pause the podcast. Jesus, I've got to hear a baby nose. Pause it. Now we're on. We're back? Yeah, we're back. Yeah, sorry, everybody. Slight interruption. Oh, shit, I'm about to sneeze now. I was losing my shit just then. <laughs> it was going pear-shaped. We were talking about land. Okay, Australia, we only inhabit about 7% of the whole country. Yeah. Fucking big country. Yet so many people have this insistence on living on top of each other. Like your, your brother-in-law was saying, they're, they're in Manly area. Uh, so northern Colroy, Northern Beaches, yeah. Sydney. They're right? in DY. DY? Oh, oh shit. No, well... The funny That's thing, what they like to say. No, no, it's the other way. Yeah, right. Collaroy is the flash, but DY is not. Is and it not? Like, no, DY is like the bum part of fucking North Sydney. There you go. Like I didn't know that. I thought Sydney. DY was an uppity uppity. No, DY is like the slums, and yep. then next one's the flashest place. Right. And so they, they're like in between. So I say, everyone at the time they say, where are you from? They're like Collaroy. I say, no, DY. <laughs> and just fuck them, they get pissed, eh? <laughs> so that area down there, he was saying like two mil min- minimum. Yeah, for a house, mm. and that's just a, a four bedroom, two bathroom, yeah, family pretty much home. The average, it's it's a nice house they got. Yes, yeah. and it's done up nice. But um, 
I think they're probably it's worth around three mil. Right. For what is probably the best part of a six, seven hundred square yeah. meter block. And yeah, and probably here you could sell it for about probably six, seven hundred thousand. Exactly. So everyone in so many people in these in these big cities are whinging and whining about the fact that they can't afford to get in the real estate market, which is understandable. Yeah. But there's so many other friggin' parts of Australia that you could go and buy yeah. a nice mm. three, four bedroom home for half a mil that is just, you know, around our area, Jesus yeah. Christ, you'd probably get an acre with that as well. Yep. So Okay, you, you might have a job down there. There's plenty of other places that you can get jobs. And I know a lot of these small rural towns are screaming out for staff. Yeah. Like, you, you guys are the same, aren't you? Mm. You're probably short of staff most days on well, the farm. We're not short of staff. We're just short of people turning up. Mm. So we actually have the staff if they turn up. If they turn up. But that's, mm. the, that's the thing at the moment, yeah. isn't it? People don't show up to oh, work. People don't show up. But then they know. Because usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday... They're our on days. Yeah. Don't fucking miss a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday to Friday, you, if mm. you're going to book a doctor's appointment or something, do it. Do it then. Do it, do it then. We'll don't do right. it at the start of the fucking week. Yeah. But they don't know that. They so, booked it on Monday, Monday morning, nine o'clock. Sorry, I can't come today. So I feel like there's become so much more opportunity in smaller regional rural towns around the country, especially on the East Coast. I don't know so much about the West Coast, but then the West Coast has got mining, so it's a little bit different on the West, mm. coast, West coast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you could go out to a place like Port Hedland, Caratha, uh, Dampier and that sort of thing and earn massive mm. coin living in a rural town. You know? But the uh, opportunity to have... A really good laid-back lifestyle, especially for kids mm. in areas like this little town and plenty of other little towns between, you know, the tip and the Great Ocean Road, is it's it's out there. Yeah. And I think and a lot of people are starting to look for it. Well, I was actually looking, like, that creek that runs through Alligator's Nest we just went to today, mm. I thought if you've got a block of land anywhere along that creek, fuck, you're set. But That's the nicest fucking like those creeks that come yep. off those big hills. Yep, they're fully granite sand, so they're just they're like yeah. a, a swimming Crystal, pool, sparkling clean water, and drinkable water straight around. off the side of the hill. And there is there is currently in that area. There's about a four hundred acre lot that runs right along the foothill for sale, and they only want half a mil for it. It's yeah. got seven creeks, seven full time creeks running through the guts of it, and I mean you could come up here and get something like that. For four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars, forget it. Yep. You're set for life. Mm. This way, this fellow's trying to ignore, annoy us here. What do you want? Uh, Almost. We're fucking talking, mate. <laughs> We're on the podcast. <laughs> Fuck off, kids. <laughs> oh, I love it's you, not my man. Turned off. It's oh, I love you, my man. There. We're sitting here mid yard, mid conversation, <laughs> and he's like. Are you finished yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, guess what, mate? Your first appearance on the podcast. How's it feel? <laughs> Millennials to a T, brother. To his a T. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question my missus would ask. Are you done yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely, babe. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so that area, Babinda's another place that has nice yeah, creeks. Sure. Even that Harvey Creek, that, yep. that area there. That's a beautiful spot, that yeah. Harvey Creek. And that, they're all got the same looking creeks, that real yeah, granity off the hills. Crystal clean. We got, we got a bit fucking out of luck in this area here. We've got basalt creeks. So oh. they're the dark, 
dark bitumen rock. I think also, too, when you go up into the tablelands from here, though, there's a real farming basin around Melanda and that Atherton area mm. that all funnel into here. Yeah. So there's a lot of cropping up there. Yeah. Like, what have you got up there? You've got roads, corn, um, cane. Dairy. A dairy. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff up the hill that mm. pours into these creeks that probably yep. doesn't pour into the other ones as much. Yeah, I thought going through the the rainforest it might filter it just a bit, but mm, yeah, I just maybe. I just noticed when you go up through where that landslide is up there at the moment, that Gilligan's Eric Creek area, mm. that's that should be crystal clean water, but it's not. No, and it's because I think because of the basalt coloured. Rock, rock that's just black. Have you been up there for a look at that right landslide no. yet? Have you, you gone can't up there get for up squeeze? there. Oh, you can't. They turn you around at Mamu. Oh, do they? Yeah, so it's another probably 5K up the road where, where it's happened. You're not supposed to go up there. They're talking a few months before it's mm. going to be open. I've heard um, Blenner, Blenner's transporter just... They're pulling their hair out at the moment. Oh, he's, he, he's even offered to fucking help pay to fix that's it. That's exactly right. So for those of you that don't know, we had some massive floods up here, shit, only just before Christmas, wasn't it? Mm. And um, it was the one in a hundred year flood type thing. Yeah. Like it was some biblical bloody rain that we had up here. And we've got a, a couple of major arteries being the, the Palmerston Range, which is, is, is pretty much, oh, there's two B double routes that can get you from the coast up into the tablelands in this area. Mm. One's north of Port Douglas by about 10 minutes. Yep. And the other one's here. And this is the one that they probably use the most because all the vehicles coming from Townsville and all yeah. that sort of thing go straight up there. The two ranges in between the Gillies and the Crandy can't take B doubles up. Mm. can only take singles. So all of a sudden you're doubling the amount of trucks that you have to send up to get the same amount yeah. of freight up there. And they're talking that this Palmerston Range could be shut for three to six months mm. to get it all fixed. And I mean, you know why? Because I reckon it'd be an engineer's got to check out what the engineer exactly. engineered and then we've got to get an engineer to check out those engineers. Mate, if it was China, it'd be open already. Yeah. Would have been open before Christmas. <laughs> For sure. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. see that shit in China all the time, mm. don't you? Sinkholes appear in the middle of Beijing. <laughs> 24 hours later, the it's fucker's full. gone. <laughs> <laughs> new cement, new bitumen, new pavement, new everything done. You would like, you get satellite photos. Yeah. 24 hours difference and it is fixed. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, you, like you said, again, red tape, mm. isn't it? We're just making things hard for ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. Because no one wants to take take the blame for anything. No, that's right. So pass on the buck. We, we've got to make sure we engineer this properly. Well, guess what, cunts? You fucking just fixed the road. Blame that cunt. Well, it because is, it's isn't fucking... it? Because that road couldn't be more than, what, 18 months old? <laughs> that that, that section? section there would be six months old. No, really? Yeah. Because it you only get... just got laid. The, yeah, only I know, the top it was the layer new section. Just got done. Yeah, yeah, really? You reckon it yeah. was only that old? Yeah, because I went up there not long ago and it was all potholes and shit. And then I went there the next time and it was just the perfect road. True. Yeah, I knew it was and recent. It smashed it the perfect road. <laughs> it did, didn't it? <laughs> and it's funny too because I noticed what, in one image there it splits lengthways down the yeah. middle like along the, the dotted <laughs> white line is where it's split. Mm. And when they were doing the road, they do it in sections, don't they? They'll yeah. shut one half so that you can still get one side traffic through yeah. and then they'll shut the other half. <laughs> and where they've built the road, that's where it's split. Yep. You can see that split down the middle where it's just separated and yep. come away. So they've got to put, I think they've got to pull up about 80 or 100 metres yeah. or something like it's that worth of road, mm. which is a huge amount to fix. Yeah. That's going to take ages. And when the local, you know, Trucking company up here is is telling Queensland government that he'll he'll spring for some of it <laughs> just to get it done faster yeah. and get it open faster. It goes to show how much money he's losing. Mm, does because that's going to be a big repair bill. And the thing is, I think the growers up that way probably have to spend. They have to get they charge more twice per as box. much. Yeah, twice as much. Mm. It's it's got to go. Fault, number one, it's got to go the long way round for mm. a start, and they've got to send twice as many vehicles the long way round to get it done. Yeah, because I don't think too many trucks come down the gillies, do they? 
No. Because that's too tight and turny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I but think they can get singles up there. Like yeah, singles, 22 yeah. Paladas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, yeah, doubles, no. Because there's still a pretty big banana um, industry up yeah. there as well, Yeah, well, it's pretty it? much half the industry's up there now. Is it? Like Lake and Downs and Mariba. Yeah, you're probably half the industry. True. Mm. That's a lot. And they grow bananas on the West Coast as well, don't they? Oh, I'm sure this Carnarvon's is... only got a couple of... Like, oh, so it's not huge? Nah, not at all. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. All right. It's just... Over there, it's, it's fucking desert. Yeah, They're right. growing in the desert, pretty much. They've just got, for some reason, got good soil, but the, you've still got desert. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. No rain. All right, so, look, enough about farming. <laughs> Next favourite subject, fornicating. I mean, fishing. Fishing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what so I, we did start talking about fishing the other day. We did, we got completely sidetracked. Yeah, we I think because that's just what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, <coughs> when's your boat fixed? What's the go? Have you yeah, rung well, them? Have you no, abused they, them? Do you been, want me to abuse them? <laughs> so they're still still on Christmas holidays. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sakes. Christmas was at least <laughs> two weeks ago. Yeah, so they're not at back work yet. This week, hopefully, they'll be back so I can get some answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I want some answers. Yep, yep. And, um, yeah, so I've I've been bought a water purifier yesterday for the whole house. Mm. I've been looking a bit into, listen, like, everyone's, like, riding Gary Brecker's dick at the moment. And well, I'm not it's a, a very healthy dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, literally. He, he knows what he's talking about, but also there's an undertone of just fucking bullshit about him. A little bit. But so, I think all of them go that way. That's yeah. the shit part, I think. We're foolish to think that any of these influences, for want of a better word, don't start off on the right foot yep. and then get corrupted by the coin. Yeah. And he, you can see him right now. It's it's going down yeah. those lines. Yeah. And it's just everyone he's got on his podcast is just like riding his dick. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And he rides their dick as yeah. well. Because I listened to the first – it was that – the one he did with Rogan really kind of – Skyrocketed him to yeah. start him a little bit, and everyone yeah. was like, "Oh, who's this dude? He's and switched he had, on and he's onto it." And, and blah, he's blah, got blah. his own with Dana. He, Dana White came on, and he's Dana White's gone from like a person who's about to have a heart attack to like to a fit like yeah. And he was the dude that turned it around, yeah. wasn't it? So it does work. Yeah, of course it does. But we don't. But the thing is, in saying that, the amount of blood panels and work he had to do on him to get him to where he needs to be. No one in the this average world can Joe afford can't that. afford that. Yeah, no, of course not. And you like, got to own the UFC to afford yeah. that. And the thing is, <clears throat> that's where it all is all wrong and shit. Yeah. All these people get on talking it up and talk, just buy this product. You can be like me. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. ab roller. Fucking look at me and my abs <laughs> turn like this over two weeks. And they've fucking been in the gym their whole life. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey. Pumping gear in their arms. <laughs> <laughs> so, you could look like me. Yeah, so um, hydrogen water I've been looking into, but also I just, he, he said the main thing us humans should do is not drink town water. Yeah. So, well, mate, you look at the chemicals that are yeah. in fluoride, yeah. all that sort of shit. So, I've got a purifier put on with the O2, uh, not O2, a UV light in it as well. So, it oh, kills yeah. all the E. coli that's in the line as well. Because yep. everyone gets fucking sloppy ass around this time at least once a year. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you on town water up here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, we get, yeah, once a year, you get the sloppy ass. So, that hopefully that'll stop that at least. Mm. And so, and then also he talks about hydrogen water. And and the, and the effects of it. He actually had a follow on his podcast. So help me out. What's hydrogen water? Hydrogenated water is they got the special fucking thing. You pull the water in there, and they just flick the button. It like changes the ions in the water and something, and makes it bubbles and makes your body electrolysis type thing. Is yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. it makes your body absorb the water correctly. Okay. 
Otherwise, it won't bind to certain things and it just goes through you and your minerals yeah. and get depleted and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. it opens up your body to be able to get these minerals into your body better. Right, all right. And so that's one thing I want to look into, but then you look at the price of the bloody things. The, the little bottle thing is not a, not a lot, but I'm a banana farmer in the middle of a fucking farm. I drink 500 mil every hour. Shit. It's not like you drink... <laughs> no, 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 I know, yeah. Like people in offices, oh, I have this one yeah, of these a I day. drink a litre a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. a litre before Smoko. <laughs> or well, two. You know, um, we know, I know how hot it is by how many water bottles get drunk by the crew. And yeah. a, five, a person by Smoko in February can drink five litres before Smoko. And that's between, bottles. what, six and ten? Yeah, six and ten, yeah. So a litre an hour, mm. you'd call it. And so if you... So you're drinking fucking 10 litres a day going through your body pretty much. Yeah, right. So yeah, nice. and those of you that don't live in far north Queensland, humidity's a killer. Yeah, that's dry the one that gets you. Dry heat's hot, yeah, it is. But, I mean, when you get in the shade and dry heat, it could be 40, you get in the shade, it's 30. Mm. Up here, if it's 35, you get in the shade, it's 35. Yeah, and and the sw- you'll notice how much more you sweat up yeah. here. And yep. that's what it is, your body getting rid of all the fucking water. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so, and coming back to like electrolyte replacement and that sort of stuff, mm. you can get crook from too much water. Yeah. You rinse yourself of all your sugars, yeah. all your salts, all magnesium, your salts potassium, one, yeah. all that sort of stuff, and you can get just a crook. Mm. There's a word for it. I can't remember what the word, the, the, yeah. the medical term for it is, but there's uh, a term for it. Yeah. Hypo- it's not hypoxia. That's lack of oxygen. High... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, there is a word for it. Mm. Um, Google it. Yeah, Google it. It's, it's not <laughs> Parvemo. We're not fucking doctors. <laughs> um, so what's the uh, filter setup you got? I think it's a pure, pure tech. Yeah, okay. And it has two filters on there that take it down to five microns, I think he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the UV light won't kill something that's hiding behind a five micron bit. Okay, all right. So it's got to get taken down to that size. So at least you know your water's like really thin. So, but yeah, by the time it gets to the the filter, the, the yeah. um, uh, hydrogen thing, it's already been filtered within an inch of its life. Yeah. Then, but also that doesn't get rid of. I don't think it gets rid of the fluoride out of the water. Yeah. Okay. So you still got to deal with all the fluoride. Yep. Or whatever they put in the water. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting our um, the bore at home because we're so close to the river system mm. and, and our bore comes straight out of the sand as well. Yeah. There's only 18 foot of dirt below us and then you hit the, the sand riverbed, I suppose you'd say. Yep. So the water's probably pretty clean coming mm. straight out of the ground. Yeah, well, I see when we do, because the bores we, on our farms, you live in the same sort of areas where our farms is, the mm. same soil. Yep. And they go down 18 to 30 metres and that's the, as deep as you go. You go through a few little gravel beds. And then it just goes back to sand. Yeah. And then once I hit that sand layer, it's just like it just flows through it. And that's what flows to all your wonky holes and all that sort of shit is that this constant just water. What's the word? Like from arte- is it artesian yeah, water? Artesian. It is artesian. Oh, no, it's not artesian. It's There's another word for it, isn't it? No, yeah. Oh, fucking I did the I did the wrong moody course. I should yeah, know you this. You should know this shit. <laughs> yeah. But there's so much water up this way. Yeah. You know, and that's why the wonkies are fishing well at the moment because they're all open at the moment. Yeah, well, mate of mine up Cooktown, he went and hit the wonkies the other just just yesterday with his, his kids and that sort of stuff. And he said they got onto one, there was big lumps and bumps, or he said they couldn't stop anything. Yeah, 
every one they hit just had huge arcs on it, but they just couldn't stop them. Yeah. They were just – his kids were doing most of the fishing, you know what I mean? He said yeah. – but he, he did most of the laughing. He put, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he said he put a, a five or six-inch husser on just, you know, on a, on a dropper yeah. rig and that sort of thing and sent it down and that's on a Saragossa, <laughs> like a 14,000 Saragossa. He said yeah. whatever hit it, he wasn't stopping. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> just buried him in the rocks and snapped him <laughs> off. I said, chewed you off or snapped you? He said, nah, snapped me off, just yeah. buckled it. And <laughs> and even the boys that were fishing out wide the other day, same thing. Mm. He said they pulled up a few 10, 12 hooks straightened. Yep. So it's not sharks. No. Just it's big, big redfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that uh, you, what you have to do is you have to put that uh, that that image up. Oh, made up in cans, is it? The Spiro. Oh, yeah. Um, Sal, What's his name? Sal Creswell. Zal Creswell. He's a good lad. I might get him on the podcast. He's a good chat, old Zal. I yeah. think he listens to the podcast. Yeah. He, he goes out and smashes a few good fingers. Mate, yeah. a few good fingers. Yeah. That's probably almost the biggest finger mark I've ever seen. Mm. Like, I, I honestly don't think I've seen bigger than that. some big ones there. Anywhere. It'd be around the metre mark. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every day of the week. I've speared him to 80, yeah. but that's that's way bigger than 80. That mm. thing was an absolute horse. Oh, he's just holding it right. I hate, I hate to see his dick pics. Oh, look, maybe. I wish I get on my dick like that for a photo. <laughs> my lens doesn't zoom in far enough. Have you seen the one where you can get a doll that looks like you and then you catch a real little fish and have it holding it? I, mate, look, if I had a doll that looked like me, I'd never leave the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, so here's some pub ammo for you. Shoot, what do you got? So... All the centen- centen- uh, what, centenarians, Cent- so the people centeni- who... Centenarians, isn't it? Centenarians? Centeni- 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 yeah, anyway. hundred people, old people. Yeah, people who live to a hundred. Yeah. What, they all share this one thing. What do you think it is? Why they made it to where they are? Um, they all share one thing. They all share one thing. They all share one thing. They all made it to a hundred. Because they're just tough cunts. They're just cunts. Just nah. tough <laughs> motherfuckers. Because I know one. I know an older lady that lives down just near Marillion there, and she's 101 now. She'll be 102 this year if she yep. if she kicks on through till September, October. I think her birthday is. So like Larry built, blowing the tree over that she was counting her years on, though. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, she lost count. Ring on the yeah, tree, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. What is it? What's the one thing that they all share? Good gut health. Really? Mm. Why? Less shit. Less. The less thing is, they the foods they were eating were all like whole foods. Whole foods. Um, also, like just good, uh, like kimchi, all by all that sort of stuff. Like not the, modified. Less, less um, everything. More organic. A lot of uh, fucking. What do you call it? I'm really good at selling this. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, I believe you. I'm into it. I mean, I'll give anything a well. <laughs> like, like fermented foods and stuff like that. Oh, really? All that sort of stuff. Yeah, like kimchi. Yeah. Bananas, another one. You got your prebiotics and your probiotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your prebiotics is a banana and like yep. fruit and stuff like that. Yep. But um, then you got your probiotics is like your kimchi and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat a lot of that stuff. They're saying because really? you got a good if you got a healthy gut, you got a healthy you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, that could probably also be the reason why the they reckon the Spanish live the longest and healthiest lifestyles in the world, the Spanish, because they eat a lot of um, yeah, cured meats and all that sort of stuff, yep. yeah, and, you know, but all organic. There's mm. no shit in it, a lot of olives and all that sort of thing. Yep. They got a bit of oil in their diet. Yeah, Most of them don't eat breakfast. Useless yeah. piece of information. Mm. Most people throughout those areas don't have a breakfast. They have a yeah. coffee, maybe a little bit of, like, you know, sourdough-type bread. Um, sourdough, you ever tried it? Yeah. Love it. You ever tried cooking it? No. Mate. 
my missus. So Make we went rocks. down. And, oh my god, this is this. <laughs> here, you'll love this one. You'll love this one. That's about an hour. So we'll finish on this one, I reckon. <laughs> um, so we went down and seen a mate of mine, um, uh, Jimmy Jimbo, lives down Lismore, and him and his wife are like they're they're health conscious, brother. Like properly health conscious. I take my hat off to them because it's a lifestyle. His wife. Loves cooking for a start and that sort of stuff. Um, well, there's most your battle. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, that's the winner. Uh, mine doesn't. Um, but if you, she, you know, she makes all their sourdough bread from scratch, has starter in the fridge, like blends up all the food. Like the food was amazing. Like yeah. she does it so beautifully. And so Amy got the the sourdough thing because you know Andy's been at Amy and Andy. Andy's been at the sourdough thing now for a couple of years, and she's nailed it. Yeah, like it's for her to whip out a loaf of sourdough, it's just bang, 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 done. Yeah. Chuck it in the oven, away you go. You know what I mean? It's perfect. It, and it's perfect. <laughs> like it's good, bro. I've never eaten so much sourdough in my life. <laughs> like that anymore. <laughs> and um, so Amy's like, I'll give it a whirl. I reckon I could have almost built. A pizza oven with the bricks that she she, she had a crack on. Some were solid bricks, like dense and thick, and then other ones were like hollow bricks. You just cut into it. It was like looking at a Bessa brick. It was just this great big void space in the middle. And after about ten attempts, ten attempts at sourdough, uh, we're just back on the mighty white boat. <laughs> the other thing um, that doesn't help with a lot of bread making up here is humidity in the air. Yeah, well. right, okay then. Yeah, yeah. that'd make sense. That'd yeah. make sense. And that's what a lot of up here is way harder to do stuff like that because of the humidity. Well, you'd have to have almost something like a, a you know, a nice cool pantry mm. or something to put it in, wouldn't you? Yeah, you've got to be yeah, around that 20 degrees all year round. Mm. Same as with ripening fruit and stuff. You can't ripen fruit up here unless you, you're in an aircon room or aircon. It's got to be cool. Because I notice up here it goes from green to yeah, ripe to, to rotten in <laughs> 48 hours. Yeah, most of the time it goes from green to rotten. There's almost. No, there's no almost. actual eating. Well, I've, no, I've, I've worked out now with the, the piss-poor attempts at bananas that I grow at my place that you're eating them pretty much. They look green when you're eating them. You got a bit upset right. the other day because I, I attacked your tree. Oh, man, I thought I was doing the right thing. <laughs> I thought I was gonna, you were going to make a banana farm <laughs> out of me yet. You come and rip shit off here. And I was like, hey, 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 that's the best punch I've grown. <laughs> you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> take, take two more hands off, snap the bell off. <laughs> Do this shit, do yeah, that shit. What are you shit. doing that for? I said, well, do you want to eat fucking kids' dicks or fucking adult dick? <laughs> That's the length of it. Just making sure your kids are not nah, doing kids' dicks, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you think I go to Thailand for a fuckhead? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've turned that into my little, like, um, what are they called? Permaculture kind of area. Got some fucking... Tomatoes growing there. I've got fucking pineapples yep. growing there. Bananas growing there. Not well. Yeah, I was about they're to say growing, that. But, I mean, you know, like there's enough for me. I, was to like, eat, I put a lot possibly. of love into them at yeah, the start. Yeah, I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, I would never make a farmer's asshole, man. I don't have a green thumb in me. <laughs> like, I planted them. Um, I'll see you at the market. Meat, meat and fish, <laughs> sweet, no driver at all. But when it comes to growing something green, nah, fuck that. <laughs> so I do have a cunt of the week. Who you got? I've got most restaurants' fucking food and drink service. Oh, woeful. Just woeful. They come with attitude and they also come with like, oh, no, I forgot about that, sorry, sort of thing. Was this, this a pub in town? This was actually the flashiest restaurant in North Queensland we went to the other night on Friday night. Flashiest restaurant in North Queensland? Oh, I don't want to name them, but yeah. Fucking name them, I want to name them. Nah. 
Because <laughs> I went to like the Flash's pub in Innisfail the other week and it was exactly the same. Yeah, that, and that, oh, that's what I'm getting it off. It's, yep. They're all the same. Yeah, man. And it's just, I don't know if the people need to sit them down and say, hey, this is what we expect from you. Yep. Because especially if it's a Friday night and you know, like you are, should come out to the table and say, are you drinkers? Yeah, that's right. And if they say, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll be more on the ball with the drinks. Yeah, exactly. But they just think that you're going to turn up, have one beer and be, oh, and that's exactly that right. was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just sit here and, no, and I know. <clears throat> sip on this water when you could be making your boss another fucking 30 bucks per head. Oh, so, you know, I've, I come from a bit of a hospitality background, used to run restaurants and bars and all that sort of stuff. And the idea behind the, the, the idea behind bartenders and waiters is gone. Mm. It, it's, it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore, no. or, or very rarely. Maybe in Australia we should go to working for tips like they do in the US instead of just getting bulk coin every week in your pay packet. Because I remember having a couple of waiters, one one bloke sticks in my head as well, Matty, I don't know what Matty's doing these days, but he was a fucking gun. He was going through um, uni, he just had a mad work ethic, and, mate, I could give that dude half the restaurant Mm. And no one, like, you wouldn't even see anybody pick up their bottle of wine to top up their glass. Yeah. He would be clearing one table, pouring wine at another table and taking an order from a third table at yep. the same fucking time. <laughs> and he'd do that for five or six hours non-stop. Yeah. Non-stop. You don't see that nah. anymore. You don't see that attention to detail. Mm. You don't see that polish on their service and that sort of thing. Even just... A bit of humour, a bit of yeah. wit, a bit of personality in it. It's the same with bartenders. Mm. How often do you go to a bar now? And I know plenty of bar owners and, and some of the biggest venues in the country that just get the shits because you've got a bartender that'll, that'll what do you want? And they'll, someone will order one rum and coke and they'll make, go and one and make fucking it. drink at a time. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're in a busy bar yeah. and you're not making – Half a dozen to a dozen drinks every hit at the same time. And that's when he should get say, the fuck out of the bar. Stuff like, what do you, what, well, what do you want to drink? And hit me with all of them. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of fucking. You know what? You, 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 you say, say to someone, someone, can I have a rum and coke? And yep. he turns and goes, is and that it? one. Is that yeah. all you want? No? Okay, well, what do you want? Give me the whole order. Let's go. Yeah. And if that person only wants one drink, go to the person next to him. Yeah. What do you want? You want one drink as yeah. well? Okay, what do you want? Two drinks, no yeah. drama at all. Start mm. setting the drinks up on the bar yeah. as you go. Like if you've got five spirits and two beers, yeah. put the fucking beers under the beer tap that you want to use. Get your spirit yeah. glasses all set up and rack them out all at once. Like, I watched fuck, this, it's infuriating. Yeah. I watched this girl down the Gold Coast in a fucking busy nightclub, took about five people's orders of like probably each person had five drinks. Absolutely. And she did the whole lot, and I was just—I was—I sat there and watched her. I was just yep. amazed. I just couldn't yep. believe that she could had that recall and memory of what yeah, was man. what. I've had bartenders like that. I used to be mm. a bartender like that. I'm fucking quite proud in saying that. Yeah. Like I used to be able to smack out six or seven orders at once, mm. get twenty drinks ready at one hit, and people would be handing you cash to pay for the drinks. And you'd be swapping cash between the people, yeah. you know, here, you take this for change, you give yeah. that and that sort of stuff. <laughs> and you'd get rid of six or seven people in front of you. If yeah. your bartender wasn't turning out, oh, look, a minimum of four grand in a, in a five or six hour shift, yeah. well, they were good for fuck all. Yeah, really, yeah. A good bartender's mm. turning out eight to ten mm, in the same time frame. And that was when I, I remember I used to run a place called Shenanigans, which is now the Union Jack up yep. in Cairns. And we used to do those two for one specials back before liquor yep. licensing <laughs> jumped on top of us and squashed us. Back, um, back when you could go nuts. <laughs> and, mate, the, the amount of piss that we used to turn out was stupendous. 
because because Gilligan's opened at the same time, and, and Gilligan's is an absolute monster of a venue, and I've worked there as well, and we were still giving get them a run for their money when they opened up. Mm. That's how much piss we were going through. 60 kegs a week Yep, we used to go through. Not a lot of bars do that. No. You know, that's a lot of You know, have someone just tapping out the back. We did. No, we did. No <laughs> bullshit. some tapping. We used to go through anywhere from 90 to 100 on a St. Paddy's Day. Mm. 60 of those would be Guinness and Kilkenny. Yep. No. And then they go and tar the road with it. Yeah, yeah. And they spew at the front. That's right. That's how so they no, you're 100 right. That 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 element of service and that polish on the service and that sort of stuff within the hospitality industry, it's it's waning. It's mm. waning big time. Yeah. It's not nearly as good as it used to be. And that's from that's that's everywhere now. Yeah. You know, there's probably a heap of bartenders sitting out there going, yeah, but I make the best cocktails in the country. Yeah, sure you do, can't <laughs> Probably can't even make a fucking martini. Because it all You've comes invented six drinks that you think are deadly <laughs> and no cunt buys them. But the other thing is a cocktail is just, it's, it's, it's like anything. You put 30 mils of this, 60 mils of that. It's yeah, not it's like... Right. It's not hard. But learn to do it's the basics. Brute. There's a reason margaritas, martinis, caparoscas, caparinas, all that sort of thing have been around as long as they fucking have because they're good fucking <laughs> drinks. Easy. Don't try and reinvent the wheels. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you. You're not trying to fucking morph bananas and pawpaw into the different fruit just to sell a different fruit. No, because people like pawpaw and they like fucking banana. Leave it alone. Yeah. Anyway, so where was that restaurant? <laughs> Yeah, well, just it's it's a really nice one on a hill on Mission Beach. So if you don't know uh, what we're talking about, but I'm, I'm not going to go to town on because they, I think they've just reopened. Uh, have they? And you know when a place reopens, they probably bring in new people, new it's, staff, and they're trying to nice trying to get there. It's nice of you. I, I'm, you not I'm a business owner. Yeah, I'm a business right, owner as fair well. Fair call. Fair call. So I just a friend contacted me today and he said, "Oh, what was it like?" I said, "I'll give it a couple of months before I'd go there back there again." Yeah, right. Yeah. I almost had a cunt of the week. The boat ramp yesterday. <laughs> and we got it. You know me and boat ramps. We don't get along too fucking good. But I can't actually hate for the amount of boats that were there and the amount of cars that were there. I felt like everyone did okay. Did were you want to chat about the chick who was measuring our fish? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so apparently she was. I, I have a feeling that when fisheries send people down, do you get the feeling that maybe it's just a contract thing and they just get casual staff in yep. who don't actually work no, for fisheries yeah. and on a full-time basis no. and <laughs> really have no fucking idea? Because, and I actually said, said it right in front of her, I, yeah. said, I said, make sure you um, tell her what we're fishing for, otherwise she'll take this fucking fish off us too. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because that's what they did with, with um, mackerel. Spanish mackerel. Yeah. If they say to you, did you go out today? And we said, yeah. Um, did you catch any Spanish mackerel? No. And they're like, yep, no, he didn't no, get any. he didn't get any. And then any. fucking six months later, we can't catch a fucking mackerel right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, you can't. So I said right in We didn't of catch it. Spanish mackerel because we weren't fishing yeah. for Spanish mackerel. Yeah, and that's what head. I said to him. Make sure, yeah, we're actually fishing for these ones. We weren't fishing for those ones. That's so don't, right. We didn't get any nanny guy because we weren't chasing the cunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get any reds because we weren't chasing them. That's yeah. not what we're about. <laughs> so anyway, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> What about so, the measuring? So, <laughs> so this numb nuts handing her fish and she's got her little measuring tape out. And I don't know how she didn't catch on because I'm pretty sure you handed her the same fish four, four times. times. We had four <laughs> fish at 53 centimetres. And there was not one, one like, it didn't, she didn't switch on to it at all. Even I was standing there going, fuck, they were all pretty close, weren't they? 
I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. They're all twins. Because we said, how many get 10? So I just counted 10, but I handed a 10 of the same fish. All the big ones. <laughs> she just measured them every single time. Now, that's not to say we were taking the piss and there was any illegal fish. There wasn't. All our fish were fucking legal. But, but this the reason is the why point. you do it yep. is to say, oh, shit, all the fish are bigger out there. They're growing. That's we right. won't fucking cut their quota. Exactly right. So if they're not going to look in the boat and do their job properly, yep. they're going to get shit information. <laughs> Just like they did to us. Just fuck like us over or us. fuck them back over. Exactly. So when you're out there, if they do that, everybody, just hand them your biggest fish. One after another, put them back in the esky and just pull it back out the second fish later. As men, we always love to make things look bigger than they really yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I've got to go mow some fucking grass. All right. Fucking North Queensland. I've just got one little bit to say at the end. I, I made a song for me, old boy. You did. And put I'm going to play it at the end of this thing. So if you all want to have a listen to a song that uh, I actually wrote it about a week before he passed. And I got my niece who was here and my daughter is playing the piano. Keyboard? On it. Keyboard, mm-hmm. on it. yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And, it was, and if you don't shed a tear, you're a flog. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do it. Too easy. Talk soon. See you later. See Bye. you, fuckers.